This show is brought to you in part by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT is a unique technology-infused private college that was founded by a geek for other geeks. Our mission is to educate students in the fields of advancing technology to become innovators of the future. UAT's campus culture is devoted to continually nurturing a thriving geek community where everyone's personal lives and professional aspirations revolve around technology. The beginning of the 21st century is an exciting time to be in the technology community. Current subjects of ongoing research and scholarship at UAT include robotics and embedded systems, artificial life programming, information and network security, game development, and other areas of advanced technology. Check them out on the web at www.uat.edu. Shoutcast streaming provided by Versus the World Productions, www.vtwproductions.com. Hi, folks. This is the Emperor. I'm here to remind you to listen to the Emperor's Court every Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern right here at vtwproductions.com. That's the Emperor's Court, your three-hour break from Internet porn. All right, everybody. <laughs> Brian's going to silence everyone. Welcome to Pugs Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown! I am, woo. I am the horror track director, Andrew Beasley-Brown, and I am proud at all oh, things. I'm, I'm excited to introduce our MC for the evening. You might have seen him at Ignite Phoenix before or um, at any of the crazy flash mobs they do around town. It's Jeff Moriarty. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you coming out on a Thursday night for the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown. All right. So the idea here is a simple one. Right? I mean, I see people with all kinds of costumes on here. You might be a geek. You might be a specialist in your particular area. But are you really an ultimate geek? Could you answer questions about comic books, about sci-fi, about fantasy, about horror, about gaming, about technology? That's what we're here to see. So we've got eight contestants up front, and we have a series of the classic um, geek questions, and they're going to be debating those on stage for some fabulous prizes. The winner, the ultimate geek, the pug, is going to go home with an incredible box of prizes and, and, yeah, ooh. <laughs> The single most disturbing trophy I have ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of disturbing things. What we have here is a lion wrapped in sparkling gold being ridden by Chewbacca with Jordy also riding the lion. And in the lion's mouth is the head of C-3PO. Yeah, it's like the lion, the wook, and the wardrobe here. I don't know what this is. But that amazing piece of iconic sci-fi fantasy, whatever that is, will be going home with one of our panelists tonight. So, go to the rules. All right, so the way this is going to work is we're going to bring them up in pairs, and we're going to reveal the question on the screen. So you're going to see it at the same time that the geeks see it. 
right? I'm going to give them a few seconds to kind of ponder it. They are, they've not seen these questions before, and they're not going to get to pick which side of the argument. So, for example, if a question was, who is the better captain, Kirk or Picard? Cisco. Okay, there's always, always one Cisco in the audience. Right? They are, I am going... I am going to assign to them, each one of them, one side of that debate. Again, they do not get to pick. Because a true geek would be able to argue either way. I'm going to give them each 15 seconds to make an opening statement, let them debate for about a minute, uh, and then I'm going to let them make a closing statement, and then we're going to go to you, the audience, for a winner. So, this is very much audience participation because I'm pretty sure that all of you are going to have as much opinion on these topics as the people up front. All right, any questions from our contestants? No? Any questions from the audience? Do you have more than one trophy? <laughs> That's a badass Yeah, I'd consider it more of a sort of an ass trophy, but it's, uh, <laughs> I guess badass also applies. No, because, you know, the ultimate geek would not want to share his trophy with someone else. But if this takes off, so this just seemed like a really fun idea. Uh, if this really takes off and all of you love it, I would love to see this become a Comic-Con-wide thing and really make this, have all the different tracks contribute and so on. So, you know, your demand for this ridiculous trophy can help us achieve our dream. Um, I believe that was put together um, with um, leftover parts vision and a lot of super glue uh, and I'm guessing a little bit of alcohol okay oh and I should mention that our amazing prizes are courtesy of uh, McFarland Toys Planet is it NEO or, or NEO thank you Mojo Bone Software and Gress Comics so we appreciate that support So, without further ado, shall we begin the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown? First up, can I get Patrick and Sammy? There has been geek smack talking in the front two rows for the past half hour, so it, they are hot up front here. And then on the second table, can we get Ben and Ryan? Got your, your microphones, you're going to go first. All right? And you guys are going to get the second topic, so just kind of relax. Um, be, your, your mics are hot. So <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to buy your love later on, trust me. The, the oh, man, if you do stunts, I'm going to do stunts. Don't think I won't. The man has so, while they're debating, just kind of be cautious about getting extra noise in there. Okay, are our first two contestants ready? Yes? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I'm going to give each of you 15 seconds. Let's, why don't we go to the first topic? Reveal it is. The first round is 
Fast or slow zombies? Which is better? Okay? So I'm going to give each of you 15 seconds to make a case. Right? Then I'm going to let you debate it. So just kind of talk back and forth. Um, and then we'll do closing comments. So you are going to get fast zombies. You're going to get slow zombies. So you're arguing that slow zombies are better. You're arguing fast are better. Of course it is. All right. So I'm going to let you make your comment first. So, 15 seconds. Go. All right. So, well, with bad zombies, they're more better because, well, I mean, that would suck for the rest of the humans because, like, I don't know. They wouldn't be able to run from them. I mean, they can run, I guess, jump, and then, like, climb, but... I mean, come on, slow zombies? <laughs> slow zombies wouldn't be able to catch you up, and the fast zombies would, I don't know, dash to you like... Well said, well said. Okay, now. <laughs> Round of applause. This, this is tough, so show some love. Okay, your turn. Well, fast, fast zombies aren't don't have the scare factor of slow zombies because they would they would go slower and people would just freeze in, in fear and nobody would and if they were frozen how would the zombies get to how would the people run away excellent point excellent point Okay, now I'm going to give you a minute to make any other points that you have. Do you want? That'll be the that'll be the slowest reaction time ever. <laughs> if they're frozen by the fear of the zombies, I mean, I mean, I mean, that would take forever for them just to react. They have like the longest time ever. What do you think about this? Well, fast zombies, sure they can dash, but slow zombies put the fear into people, not fast zombies. Any other points? Ever play Black Ops? <laughs> Make a Black Ops point. Go ahead. <laughs> That's all they are. They're just fast. <laughs> I mean, they freak you out. Just like the dogs that they have in the levels. Like after every sixth level, they can like chase after you. Especially like the fast zombies. They freak you out. <laughs> okay. Well, zo zombies really don't have... Fast zombies will j fall a lot because of their... Balance, they wouldn't have much balance, and slow zombies won't fall much because they have more balance. Okay, final points. Fast zombies are better, why? Just, just because. <laughs> just because. All right, slow zombies? Well, just because. <laughs> All right, so big round of applause for both these guys. But now, the moment of truth. Who is the winner in the debate of slow versus fast zombies? Is it fast zombies? Or is it... Slow zombies. Oh, yeah! 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 Yeah!
Patrick. All right. Nicely done for the first ever contestants in the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Smackdown. All right. Our second group of contestants. Are the two of you ready? Uh, hold on one second. Anytime now. I'm ready. Dungeon Master, are you ready? Yes. No, 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 no. That was a natural one. He has critically failed. I should win this right now. If we're doing Geek Smackdown, I should be winning this right now. I want ruling. The moderator would like to point out that you didn't even bring your dice, son. Uh, I'm going to let you point out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. I brought something better. I brought the TARDIS. Do I need dice? I can go get dice when you're a kid. All right. Uh, see, it's pulled open. Yeah, okay. So we're going we're gonna to stick to the format and allow those two bits of geekery to cancel each other out. <laughs> um, as impressed as we all are. I haven't drank yet, so... Okay. Uh, so actually, and I, I neglected this the last one, just quickly introduce yourselves. Hey, name's Ben. Hi, Ben. Wow. Do you want a bio on why we're here? Sure. Uh, one sentence. Thought this was the Young Republicans convention, but this turns out to be a lot more fun. <laughs> good answer, good answer. I heard there was booze, and it got, you know, didn't happen. Um, I'm Ryan, and after this, I do have a panel called Geek Prep, so hear about my geekiness after I lose to that kid right there. Yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, shall we unveil our second topic? Autobots versus Decepticons. Ah, you might think this is obvious, but there's much more than meets the eye. Very nice pun, sir. Very nice. I've been here all night, yes. Ryan, you have the Autobots. Beautiful. Then you have Decepticons. I can deal with this. All right. Ryan, you want to begin? Sure. Opening statements. Um, my opening statements are, do we really have to make an opening statement? It's the Autobots. Come on. Decepticons, there's nothing there. There's no substance. There's no personality. They all were, made, they all were voiced by like three people. <laughs> they all did this. We're evil. Really? They didn't even kill a kid. How can you be evil without killing kids? Ooh. Okay. All right. No. Thank you. The retort. Many people view the Autobots as military force, but in reality, they are a cult of personality founded by Optimus Prime. Megatron, he was a leader who understood to take the aggressive stance. He was not afraid to risk his subordinates, and he was not afraid to get out there. My, my, my. The gloves appear to be off. No, I, I think I'm going to lose, so let's go ahead and prep my next panel. Uh, again, geek prep. <laughs> in comics. Uh, is this time to rebut? Yes, please. Um, I understand where you come from. Yes, he is a leader of a crazy group. But don't, doesn't like all your secondary commanders want to kill the leader, but somehow they fail over and over and over and over again? It's like Valkyrie. It's just not, 
Mm. But it's funny that you mention that, because we're here in Phoenix, a city that rose from the ashes. And Megatron, may I remind you, rose from the ashes, being cast out into space. Yeah, after he has Galvatron! Hold After he sang, you don't put such! Really? That was Optimus' theme song, not yeah. Megatron. Uh, really? I'm pretty sure he had something to do with that. Um, but back to the... Let me tell you why you guys should pick Autobots. Because it's America. Gee, are you guys all terrorists? Because if you're terrorists, you pick a Decepticon. And if you choose Decepticons, I'm totally okay with that too. But also, if you pick me, I will hit myself in the face. So what is he going to offer you? Funny little props or physical humor slapstick that I have no shame? And next, hey, right, next yeah. round, it might be something else. Right. Okay. Very well said. But let me consider this. As you said, America, a nation founded on freedom. What de demonstrates freedom better than rebelling against the popular... No, that's anarchy! Anarchy does not exist! This does not exist! It is not even gonna work! Megatron is willing to stand up against no the popular majority for what he believes in. What are you talking about? There are ten freaking Autobots and like 38 Decepticons and they're all talking like this. I want to kill them! Also, really? He's willing to punch himself in the face. I want you guys to know I'm willing to punch him in the face too if that's what it takes to get your vote. True. I'll take it too if you vote for me. Okay. All right. Whoever's leading against the light switch, please move. Can we get the mood lighting back? Too much mood. There, there we go. Mood. Okay. Oh, awesome. So, round of applause for this most vigorous of debating crews. Nicely done. But, moment of truth. Truth. Wait, can I take a bet on this? No. Oh. Who votes for the Autobots winning? Come on, no one in the back? All right. I see how it is. Decepticons. All right, I want to say one thing. Real quick, I'm a graceful loser. I have no idea where we're coming up against these guys. All right, the two people, I'm calling it right now. This kid and this guy right here. Sorry, guys, I've talked to you. And oh, yeah. They're way... Oh, you're out of your league, right. trust me. All right, thank you very much. No problem. Geek prepping, uh, 126A. 126A, and you'll see me drunk, and I'm, I'm much funnier. Oh, ball. Okay. No one plowed over there. Next up, can we get uh, Miguel and Aaron? And in the last two seats, can we get our last two, Joseph and Chris? All right. Miguel and Aaron, can you give us a quick uh, intro and one-line bio? Who are you? Uh, Aaron, all-round comic book video game nerd. Aaron! Who doesn't know how to use a mic. And uh, I like long walks on the beach. Whoa! Sharing cutoff. Hi, I'm Miguel. I'm a puppeteer. All right, shall we reveal the next topic?
I did mention that alcohol might have been involved in the creation of this little event. Good luck. <laughs> no. Well, you're at, well, you're uh, he didn't say it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you have a preference? I do. Yes. Yes, I do. I will Tell me the preference, I'm going to give you one. I'll go with Edward. No, Jacob. 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 You, you can't be both. I'll, I'm going to go with Jacob. Okay, you're Team Jacob. Miguel, you've got Team Edward. Hypocrite. Yay. <laughs> now, no fangirl screaming up here, okay? All right, Miguel, because of your unbridled enthusiasm, I will let you go first. All right. And begin. Well, um, I guess the reason why you would go for Edward is because, well, Robert Patterson is hot. And he's so hot, he sparkles. He sparkles like a diamond. He sparkles like Silver Surfer. He actually sparkles more than Silver Surfer. Who can do that? Excellent, excellent. All right. Aaron. First off, uh... Who really wants to be a fanboy of somebody who isn't smart enough to go outside in the sunlight and when you're asked why you sparkle, just say, I'm a candy kid and I go to raves. It would work, but he's not smart enough. And uh, it's his dome that makes him so appealing. Exactly. Jacob's hot too. (laughs) I'm manly enough to admit it. That's why you got the mutton chops, right? The mutton chop should automatically make me win. Don't. So you're lucky they're giving you a chance. Don't, don't be taking this personal, gentlemen. Stick to the immortal topic at hand. <laughs> Miguel, how would you respond to this? To the mutton chops or his actual debate? <laughs> to the excellent debate points raised by your opponent. Well, I would say um, he might be stupid, but that's part of his charm. It, 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 you, a woman wants a dumb man so she can mold him into what she needs him to be. See, on contrary... I do realize I am alienating every man in this room, but the women will carry me. On, on contrary, women like an aggressive, animalistic man. Ones who are willing to grow mutton chops. Yet you are conflicted because you're wearing the Batman hat at the same time. See, Batman, he uh, hides in the shadow. He's not smart enough to go out during the daytime to fight crime. He fights vampires. We started a whole war for one girl. One girl. A whole world war vampires. Blade couldn't stop us. Yeah, you want to know why Blade Werewolves by night. You have like three werewolves that are actually popular. We got Dracula. We got Blade. We got... Okay, I, I read out. <laughs> okay, we have uh, we have Wolfman. I'm reasonably sure. Like we got Pokemon who are vampires. I'm I'm reasonably sure that those aren't canon. Um, do we have a final retort? Look up the internet. Jacob. What's up? Uh, Team Jacob would just like to say, uh, Wolfman. Come on, everybody loves them. It's true. All right. Ron Jeremy uh, is a Wolfman. Whoa. I, I would like to say I would like to say for Team Edward there are many people in this building right now and in this room right now, myself included who are pale and we would like to sparkle so vote for the sparkle alright, okay first a big round of applause for this very very difficult topic 
know what's coming next, the moment of truth. So, is the winner, Miguel and Team Edward. Or Aaron and Team Jacob. Be honest, was it the chops? All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Now we have Joseph and Chris. Yeah. Want to introduce yourselves? So relax. Um, relax. Uh, my name is Joseph, and I'm a computer nerd, uh, gaming, uh, comic books, anime, everything. You name it, I like it. All right. Uh, I'm really nervous. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> and I feel like I'm gonna vomit. This is uh, this is horrible. It's the beer. I second that. Okay. Now everybody here's got your back. But shall we reveal the next topic? If I can see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. I know. Hold on. River or Buffy? River Tam? Who said who's River? Hated. Get River Tam, the crazy butt-kicking woman from Firefly. Or Buffy Summers, the crazy butt-kicking woman from... Yes, thank you. All right. Do you have a preference? I can't pick. Okay. Why don't you take Buffy Summers? Okay. Chris, you get River Tam. All right. Why is this happening? I'm sorry, Buffy wins. She has a win. Chris, go ahead, begin. Okay, River Tam. This is what. Stop it, please. River Tam. This is why I think she's awesome. Um, mainly because she was manipulated and she was kind of forced into being as awesome as she is. And with the precognitive powers and being able to like do karate and being as really neat and there's a sort of innocence. She didn't really. Uh, well, I guess probably didn't choose either, but <laughs> we're gonna gloss over that. Uh, River didn't choose. Um, she's really young. They're the same age. Crap. Um, <laughs> You're a one-man uh, debate team up here. <laughs> do I need to go? Well, why, why, do, why, um, why don't we let Joseph uh, respond before you cover all of his material? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Let me take a go. Let me take a go. Joseph, the floor okay. is yours. Buffy. Buffy, what, what can I say? She's the chosen one. The one out of every generation to fight vampires for... Everyone who couldn't fight them, you know, uh, what does River? What does River have? She fights Reavers, so so does everyone else. <laughs> vampires, you got one person who can stop them, and a bunch of other vampires that help her. Vampires that help her. All right, Chris. <laughs> okay, chosen one. That's easy. That's like she's predetermined to win. Don't you always want to root for the underdog? I mean, River, she was taken, like, unbeknownst to her, she was kind of taken and she was forced into this. Buffy was always meant to be the one, you know. Um, yeah, she had it easy. All right. Joseph, how do you respond to that? Buffy, well, 
you know, she really didn't have a choice, and she was taken as a child, too. I mean, uh, what, she was like 15 and in high school and, f and made to fight vampires and completely taken out of her, uh, out of her own territory. I mean, she, uh, she had to move. She, well, yeah. Wrong. Um, she fought the first evil, the first evil to exist. I mean, how can you trump that with, I fought Reavers, psychotic people? River travels to other planets. She's on this. <laughs> All right, final, final comments, Chris. Okay. Let's, let's relax, guys. Um, hold on, hold on. Chris, uh, final yeah, comments. I'm going to go back to just River, um, the innocence factor, and that uh, she's awesome because. Uh, She's uh, just cool, kind of, because that's just the way she is. And <laughs> I'm really nervous. I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to my, my competitor. All right, Joseph, final I, comments. I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Buffy, you know, she, uh, she was really innocent, too. You know, she, she was forced to fight 100-year-old vampires that were psychotic killers that tortured everything about her existence, destroying her entire life multiple times. I mean, you just... I mean, yeah, River Tam... Uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, she was tortured uh, by a government, but, I mean... It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> All right. Big round of applause for Buffy versus River. And now that moment of truth is the winner, Joseph and Buffy Summers, or Chris and River Tam. I've got some. Thank you. I've got some bad news, Chris. You have to do this again. Okay, so now, Chris, you can stay up here. Let's get our four semifinalists up here. It's going to be Patrick and Ben versus Aaron and uh, Patrick versus Ben right here, and then Chris and Aaron down there. Sir. Thank you. Good luck. Hey, I did. I dodged a bullet. Okay, now we go to our semi-final round. Are you pulling out more props? move on to the first debate topic of the... You might want to get a medic on standby for this. You two guys settle down. We're about to unveil your topics. The first topic is... versus the Horde. Hang on, hang on. Y'all aren't debating, they're debating. Alright? Save it for afterwards in the parking lot. <laughs> 
your alliance, oh, you got the horde. Oh, oh. All right? Just shake his hand now and walk off the stage. So, Bat, I'm, give, I'm giving you first. So, you got first comments. You got the horde. Well, the horde would probably have more people, but they, but they would have, they would, they have more power if they have more, more, more people or what, or creatures. Okay. <laughs> ben, the uh, alliance retort. Now, those of you who may have played the fabulous game may realize that there's a slight disparity here. Everyone wants to be the underdog. Everyone wants to have cool tusks. But it takes a man to play a dwarf. It takes a man to be alliance. And the final thing, we have Draenei girls. Okay. Okay. Patrick, how would you respond to that? It takes a man to play a dwarf. What do you think about that? Well, it would also take a man to to have tusks, sharp bones out sticking out of your face. I like it. That it? Okay. That was it. Ben, back to you. <laughs> now, before World of Warcraft, everyone thought Tolkien was where it is at. But for those of you that like big ears. Come on, night elves. We established an entire new thing. Big-eared girls. And that is worth something. Okay. It's getting a little strange up here. Patrick, final comments of the horde. Um, who would want big ears? When you... When you can... When you would just make, get made fun of, or they would get in the way all the time. You are a worthy opponent, sir, and I have to bring out the big guns. Those of you in the audience might have seen a little web serial called The Guild, and they don't roll Horde, they roll Alliance. We've got Felicia Day on our side. Okay, so somehow that ended up getting a little weirder even than the um, Edward versus Jacob, so not sure quite how you managed that, but thank you. Okay, big round of applause for our semi-finalists here. Now, by quality of their debate versus what you happen to play at home, Patrick and the Horde. Ben and the Alliance. Patrick, another fine performance, but I think I'm going to have to give this one to Ben. All right, nicely done. Oh, yes, I'm Alliance. Sorry, wait, Patrick. You get a prize. Stay right there. You got Let's something which is more than you have. All right. Next up, Aaron and Chris. Yeah. 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 
They will tackle what I think is personally my favorite topic in this entire evening, and that is... Yeah. This is hard. Who is the better rogue captain? Han shot first solo. Or Malcolm tight pants Reynolds. Chris, you've got the Corellian. And you've got Mal. Aaron? First comments, Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, I, would, I would like to uh, allow him to go first since I went first in the last round. All right. No. <laughs> no. 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 I proceeded first. You're going first, Aaron. Malcolm Reynolds. Well, uh, first of all, Doctor Horrible. And, Mal wasn't uh, in that. Second of all. George Lucas had to change it for the truth. Just kill us, dude. No, let's roll with that. The Battle of Serenity Valley. Come on, Okay, Chris. This is the hardest thing of the entire evening. Han Solo. I, it hurts each side. I can't. Quiet, please. <laughs> I think little Chris down there was sandbagging before. It's, no, it's just, it's this. I'm hydrated now because it's water, so ready. Um, Han Solo, man, a stoic, very brave, kind of a can I say badass dude? Um, really, he, if he showed fear at all in in any of the movies, it, it never really truly showed. He kind of fought past that, you know. Even uh, when he was about to be frozen in carbonite, he was just like. <laughs> All right, uh, excellent. I'll, excellent. I'll see you when I see you, you know. And, um, I think that's yeah. a direct quote from the movie, yes. Yeah, yeah that was, um, I got it all up in here. Uh, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, Mal, Malcolm right, Reynolds. Well, it takes a man to wear tight pants, as David Bowie proved in Labyrinth. Oh! This, this is about Mal Old school reference, old school. <laughs> and uh, you have to learn Chinese in his future, which is... Really hard, I assure you. It takes uh, it takes quite a bit of uh, skill, linguistic skill, even to speak it poorly. Speak Wookie to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Han couldn't speak Wookie. He could just understand it. All right. Oh, Chris, what would you say to that? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say, speaking of Wookies, I'm pretty sure Mal didn't have a seven foot furry best friend. Uh, You're right. He had which a is awesome. short hot awesome chick that you defended a, a round um, ago. Did we forget about Princess Leia and her slave costume? <laughs> did we forget that Princess Leia had to use incest to turn Han on? Did we forget did about Stevie? Did we forget about Luke and his wispy hair? Luke? What does Luke on. have to do with Han? Um, they're... They work together? But, <laughs> come on, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, okay, so... Aaron, final comments. Malcolm Reynolds. Malcolm Reynolds was just a pure die-in-the-wool badass. He uh, smuggled more than uh, Han ever did, and he struggled to do so, but he did it well and with style. Brown coats? Come on, brown coats. (laughs) 
uh, parsecs okay, or nuts. Rebels, rebels. <laughs> Used correctly in the movie. He, Han was a smuggler. That's what he did. And then, uh, you know, he wasn't apologetic about it. And he wasn't bitter about some war that he lost. He was just kind of like, he was living. He, that's what he was doing. He's, he, yeah, he was hanging out with his buddy. And then he met his sweet, sweet princess. That's awesome, right? All right. Big round of applause. Excellent debate. But there can be only one. Heard that somewhere. Um, uh, and yeah, until the sequels. Um, Aaron and Malcolm Reynolds. All right. Chris and Han Solo. I would just like to say this was rigged from the start. Thank you. Aaron, thank you very much for your participation. Chris, I got more bad news for you, buddy. You're going to the finals. I'm going to vomit all this water on the Chris, come on down. So, it's come to this last. I'm going to shake your hand. Well, I thought I should, you know, show proper reverence for this debate, so I dressed up, but I dressed in the wrong way, and I think I actually need to undress a bit to give this debate the respect it deserves. Uh, yeah, I'm suddenly very scared. Yeah. Okay. As well you should be. Yeah. Okay, so now, for the next slide, we now approach our finals. Big round of applause for our amazing finalists who've endured. Have endured incredible silliness and great stupidity to reach this round where they will debate one of the great topics. Marvel versus DC. Hold on, hold on. It's all for them. All right, Chris, you've got Marvel. Ben, you're doing DC. Ben, I'll give you opening comments, sir. Marvel may have more movies. You may have seen them. There may be some guy named Stan here at the con. I don't know. But the important thing about DC is we've got it where it counts. We've got Batman. Chris. Fair enough. Um, okay, Marvel Heroes. This is why I like Marvel a little bit better than DC. Marvel Heroes are a little more relatable to us uh, Joe Average folk. You know, Peter Parker, kind of a, an average nerd who uh, gets superpowers. And then even though he's a superhero, he still deals with like everyday problems that any other guy would deal with outside of the costume. They, they are fallible. And DC heroes are infallible. Who, who can relate to people who are legends, people who can do no wrong? You know what I mean? Spider-Man Spider messes up all the time. So does Iron Man. Thor does too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so is Tony Stark. So, you know. 
How would you respond to this? It's interesting that you mentioned Peter Parker. He has some real problems, like a supermodel that wants to marry him. <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. And you said that DC doesn't change. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's up here. He likes variety. Chris. Um, okay, I never said DC doesn't change. I said that the heroes are infallible. So, you know, that's, those are different. Just really <laughs> um, Peter Parker, no longer with Mary Jane. He's with kind of a, a mellow, kind of nerdy girl who's kind of on the level with him, which I don't always agree with, but whatever. That's what's happening now. Um, okay, Robbins. Come on, man. It's kind of weird, right? This dude's like 50, and he's like hanging out with a bunch of little guys. <laughs> Batman's cool, but I mean, come on. Think of it on the surface. It's a little weird. All right, all right. <laughs> Some serious implications here, Ben. How would you respond? You know, Marvel did have some good stories. X-Men were interesting. But we have one of the greatest writers of our generation, Neil Gaiman, on our side. And you say that we don't have flawed heroes? Look at the endless. This is a family in crisis. This is a family that needs an intervention. The Dark Horse line, yeah when DC realized adults read comics and adults like comics that are gritty, that have things like drug abuse, life on the streets, people who don't get along. It's not all spandex and four-color victory over here in DC. We're not afraid to keep it real. <laughs> all right, Chris, final comments, Marvel. Oh, it's funny you mentioned Neil Gaiman because um, he did The Eternals, which is a Marvel book. He also did 1602. <laughs> going to choose size, why, why pick a guy who plays for both? That's really weird. I didn't not call him that. Right. <laughs> Enough said. Ben, closing comments. Some of you may remember way back in the day, Detective Comics, DC, we were the first to actually put a man in tights and give him the idea that vigilantism was an acceptable form of justice. <laughs> All right, big round of applause for that. Now we have, we have our medium-sized box of goodies. Our giant sized box of goodies. It's like the TARDIS. That yeah, one's like bigger the on the TARDIS. inside. It's bigger on the inside, okay? All we want to know is who's going home with the lion. Yeah. And the creepy trophy of Ultimate Geekdom. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee that one of you will be the only one of your friends who's got this bad boy. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, now. My round of applause is the Phoenix Ultimate Geek, Ben and DC. <laughs> or Chris and Marvel. Thank you. Excellent job, gentlemen, but I think it is my honor 
to bestow the Phoenix Ultimate Geek Creepy Trophy to Chris. Oh, it's good. It tastes good. We're good. We're good. And your giant box of goodies. Oh, yeah. I'm getting some of that. And you still haven't thrown up. I have. I'm gonna right after this. <laughs> I just wanted to thank Justin and Jessica, if they're still here. They made the creepy trophy from uh, Finds at Bookman's, a great store if you haven't been there. Everybody loves Bookman's. You too can build your own creepy trophy. And I would really like to thank Jeff for um, emceeing, hosting tonight. He's awesome. So let's give Jeff a round of applause. And thank all of you for coming out and enduring this silly little test. And again, if you liked it, tell people about it. We'd love to see this become a bigger thing and really be a good kickoff to Phoenix Comic Con next year. So thanks and have a great Comic Con. I am Gnomewise. I am Gonora. I am Iolite. I am Daxa. I am Grail. And I am versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. Casually Hardcore. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT, only on vtwproductions.com.